Hi, I'm Kevin Mahan. And I'm Sam Chaplin. I host the Attitude Era podcast. And I haven't seen any films. And welcome to Cinema Swirl. Welcome to Cinema Swirl, episode number 15. It's our traipse through Tinseltown. Hello, everyone, once again. I'm Kevin Mann, looking back at some of these Hollywood classics and all-time greats with my OTP, Sam Chapolino. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Hello. Chapolino type of delicious pickled uh, pepper, I think. Yeah, just like Mama used to make. I, I just <laughs> I inquired at, at Papa John's, and I said, uh, <laughs> I went to Papa John's, and I said, so, I said, come here to me there now. What's them little green peppers that we were going on about? I think Chapolinos, I think yep. is a, that's definitely what they're mm. what they're called. How are you doing, Sam? I'm good, thank you. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you psyched for this special controversial episode of Cinema Swirl? Yes, I am. I don't know if controversy is the right term for this, but we put up movies that were possibly of a non-typical nature for some of the listening audience. They felt yes, it's the most controversial swirl we've had of the whole time we've been doing cinema. Did you call it a controversial swirl? <laughs> yes. Because that did. sounds like a delicious candy and I want it. Yeah, the response has been mixed. Um, <laughs> so much so that we had we had a lot of votes. There was a lot of positive enthusiasm going on. People were very happy. We had some votes that weren't for any of the films that we listed. Now the films, I've, I've purposely avoided reading any of the comments or votes because I knew it was going to cause... Probably a great strategy. <laughs> yeah, and my, my, my theory in this one, because when you're dealing with, with sensitive issues of, yeah. of gender and taste and the mainstream and whatnot you've got to look at that problem straight in the eyes and say I'm going to hide under some coats and come back and hopefully yep. Sam will have taken care of it for me. That's exactly what's happened. Yes! Um, we do have a clear winner. Now you say we're addressing issues, we're not really we're no. just literally, we put up Mean piece. Girls, Clueless and Legally Blonde. I think it was Legally Blonde that pissed people off. Probably, I think so. I I'm think not sure what it was. So I'm going to go through some of the votes that we've had that were not for those films. A lot <laughs> Did of them someone were... vote that we shut up? <laughs> Please. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, so here's what we've had. We had a vote for Akira. Okay. Um, a second vote for Akira. <laughs> a vote for Predator that got three likes. Um, several <laughs> votes. <laughs> Predator, yeah. like, so I change it into the Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast. Not so. even with any context, like, oh, I don't like these films. I vote for Predator. Just Predator, full stop. Three and likes. obviously, three people are like, yeah. there's yeah. a like-minded person <laughs> like that. Um, quite a few votes for none. Just I don't want any of these films. A lot of ballots have been spoilt in this vote. I think that's been, quite funny um, if if we did right, right. Let's go do a cinema throw and he goes. Dah, nah, nah. And we come back, nothing's happened. Yeah. And that's just no the end music. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to Cinema Swirl. This is what you want. This is what you get what you pay for. We had a not looking forward to this episode. Voting for none. Is this an early April Fool's joke? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You caught us with our, with our hands in the um, cookie jar this time. Uh, really stretching that definition of classic again. Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> Ghostbusters. 
and I sincerely hope this is a fucking joke. Um, Whoa! But <laughs> amongst that, we had a lot of, this might be the best choice ever, I can't choose, this is amazing, and then all of the ones where people were voting for actual films, there was a lot of like, of course it has to be this one, this is the best thing ever, I'm so glad you're doing this. Yeah. So there was definitely divided opinion amongst our fans. I think, because the original plan was, because we were doing themed votes with actors. Yeah. And the idea was like, kind of like, oh, you know, a lot of male actors, can we do one with an actress? And then we actually found it hard to find like classic movies with a leading lady that they weren't like because I don't do want to say like hey let's do Cameron Diaz and have one of the choices be like The Mask one of the big movies she's in because that's clearly not her movie it's yeah. clearly like a Jim Carrey movie and I was mm. worried about getting into that but I thought just doing like yeah like the romance teen comedy genre that's like I, yeah. that's just as valid a genre of film as any of the other ones we've done exactly we said very early on that we weren't just going to make this the Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie podcast and yeah. I don't know just because Hollywood in general is a sausage fest just to mean that this show has to be as well you know <laughs> it's important to do something different once in a while hey kind of... you never know Sam might hate us and then be like oh I wish we did nothing instead yeah <laughs> I, might, I might be on your side that <laughs> minority who really open to it. interpretation but we are doing Mean Girls yeah. yes that one which is yeah. I'm very very excited for so yeah We'll get into that one. Uh, There's mainly a big fight sure. between Mean Girls and Clueless. Uh, Legally Blonde's not. not Legally Blonde no. didn't really have much of a chance in this one, I think, between those two. Also, we've shied away from the very catchy but probably not appropriate Girl Swirl. Girl Swirl! Which I've just never wanted to say, but I think it's perfect for this, but it's not at the same time. Yeah, it's fine, you know, now and then, just yeah. doing a movie from a different genre. Yeah. You know? Hashtag. Girls. I mean, come on, guys, you know, you know this show. You know that we're dripping in romance, the two of us. <laughs> yes. Dripping in romance. We're so OT I don't know. BFFs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, as, after this, you'll be an OT feminist icon, I'm sure, you know? <laughs> It'd be grand. Okay, let's dip into the mailbag. I must say, I remained quite taken aback mm-hmm. last time you did. You put in a jingle Fucking there. put it in, yeah. How long were you sitting on that egg? Well, I, I had a, a thing ready, and I just put it... It was mainly to prove a point to you <laughs> in a kind of, yeah, uh, well, I'll put a jingle in, and then... Yeah, I do like, like kind of, any time I get you to make content or stuff for the show, if, yeah. if the underlying theme is, I'll show you, you'll see, <laughs> yeah. it always works very well. That's the way things. to motivate me. Exactly. You know, like, da- don't dangle a car in front of Sam. Dangle a carrot, you know, and really stick it to him, you know, so yeah. he'll want to overcome it. Well, we've got some nice messages as always to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. And thank you very much for your letters. We do read them all electronically. We put them on the e fridge. Yep. You know, the i fridge, which is just full of apples. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> got a couple of questions here. First one from Patrick Thornton, okay. who's asking us, would you ever see us doing a theme on a set of films that had a preceding television show, like doing Star Trek and then the subsequent Star Trek movie, okay. or Serenity with Firefly, yeah, or Lost with Lost, the video game? Oh, if only. If only. Um, which I haven't played that video game. Have you seen um, Firefly? No. No. So, so you've not seen Firefly. You're, you're, uh, that might be an interesting one. That's <laughs> Watch it without knowing the TV show. I will say, though, yeah. like if we were to do that, after we do the Let's Go Do a Cinema Swirl, that music plays, yeah. a, a period of several dozen hours will probably have passed, yeah. which might be interesting. Mm. I don't know. Might something might look I think watching it. them without context would be fun. Maybe not. I, I mean, I don't want to say like they, they might not be stone-cold classics, because... I 
arguably this week we're not doing uh, Stone Cold Classics according to some naysayers. Some naysayers who probably aren't yeah. listening at the moment. So yeah. Stop <laughs> appealing to them, Sam. Don't they bother chatting off. to them. They're not in the room. In fairness, like that opinion is fine. You know, you're entitled to think that, and hopefully, might think differently after this episode. Hey, who knows? We might change a few lives before the end of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Sin <laughs> We have a, another question in here, which is quite a common one, which is, is there, we've had variations on this, but yeah. is there any movie that Sam has seen that I haven't seen, mm. and there's been a for fuck's sake type yeah, yeah. Uh, reaction to we, that? We, yeah, we've had a lot of that throughout the whole process. We've had a lot of people writing in saying, oh, maybe do like a reverse as well. Yeah, Adam Bibolo um, has been adamant about reverse yeah, swirl. He's been adamant to Bibolo. He's been adamant yeah. to Bibolo about it. Yeah, the one problem about that, though, about the two of Spanners yeah. this works, is that last summer, I think I watched the three West Anderson movies I hadn't seen. Nah. So I think that may have thoroughly a spanner yeah. in that works. If we find one, we'll probably do one somehow, I think. It's more than likely to be a, a current release, because I know you've been to, yeah. to the cinema a lot more recently than I have. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. If we can find like a proper film that I have seen in Kevin, if we find this anomaly, we will then do it. Like my dad even asked about that. Like, hey, here's a wacky, crazy idea. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe reverse it. There's, there's like 30 people who I think independently have all thought they've come up with this yeah. amazing idea. Idea. We hear you, folks. Yeah, we, we, we acknowledge it, but we just haven't found that film yet. Got another one here from Toby Spiller saying, Hi, Sam and That's Kevin. That's a cool name. It's a really cool name. Yeah. Toby, the oil spiller. <laughs> <laughs> from the Steel City yep. Twisted Metal Yeah, no, that's really good uh, nice, Mr. Nice Spiller Mr. Spiller That's cool I like that <laughs> I don't know Spiller. why I like that But that's just cool I, For some reason I just imagined Rocky Talking I'm sorry Mr. Spiller <laughs> I, It won't happen again I won't spill your milk again <laughs> Mr. Spiller I'm sorry I cried Mr. Spiller <laughs> But Toby Spiller writes Is there any culturally significant TV show That Sam has seen that Kevin is not if so, maybe this could result in another again. Uh, okay, reverse TV. <laughs> I mean, honestly, short of you making me watch Lost, mm. I'm trying to think. Which you should do. I should, yeah. shouldn't I? Yeah. Give it the old junior college try. Yeah, watch the finale of Lost. <laughs> yeah, give it the old community <laughs> college try. Yeah. Give it the old part-time distance learning college try. Um, no, I think in the same way that this podcast started, you're very clued up on TV as well as films and stuff, and I'm slightly less so. I think Probably more, the... I'm more into TV than I am into films. Definitely. So I, I well, that's come out in this show, I think, particularly yeah. when we've yeah, talked yeah. about uh, Sopranos at length. But even still, like, there's some things where there's like blind spots in my knowledge of TV. Good, good. Yeah. Well, again, we might visit the reverse swirl formula yeah. on, <laughs> down the road. Oh, yeah, so thanks very much for saying those into cinemaswirl at gmail cinemaswell.gmail.com and as always if you've got any questions or comments or queries do send them in there at that old email address there do we have any tweets? yes 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 we tweets in at twitter.com forward slash cinemaswirl yeah yeah at cinemaswirl at cinemaswirl at gmail.com. At gmail.com. This one is from Twitter user OwlStrokeBear. Okay. In five years' time, when Cinema Swirl is the global media phenomenon, who will play you both in the film adaptation of Bad Online? Okay. Ooh. Now, I've had a theory about this with you, that... Yeah. Like, this isn't saying it's look. it looks I, like you I've or like that. Because I just assume that they would just kind of look at you, get a, like a brief synopsis, 250 characters, and go, I just have Jesse Eisenberg do it. <laughs> you know? And he'll just be Jesse Eisenberg, but he might have glasses and a Pepsi yeah. Max t-shirt, but he'll just fucking do it as He him. could probably carry it off. Yeah. yeah. He um, might surprise us and do Michael Sarah, but I do think he'll just do Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. I don't know about me, though. No. Uh, also, I've thought for me, um, unfortunately, Philip Seymour Hoffman is dead. I would really love... <laughs> Love, uh, 
<laughs> to play him, I think that would be. Does great. that mean like, can I get you hacking Phoenix then? Oh, because I mean, he has yeah. previously had a beard. Yeah, when he ha- when he went sort of like yeah. breakdown <laughs> yeah, and went into full breakdown. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You could have work. Joaquin. Yeah, it'd just be like the master again. Have yeah. uh, Paul Samson, <laughs> you know, direct that Hollywood classic. There we go. Done. Dude, Sorted. Perfect. Yeah. That's how oh, actually, the the guy who is in Daredevil and is the kind of dorky sidekick. Oh, Foggy. Yeah, Foggy Nelson. I'd like him to be me. Yeah, no, he could be you as well. Yeah. Definitely. I can yeah. see that. But if anyone's any thoughts on that, do tweet in at Cinema Swirl. Who could play us in our inevitable Hollywood adaptation? Who will play us? Who will play us, you know? And bear in mind Zach Galifianakis has lost a lot of weight, so before you go tweeting there, yeah, bear in mind that he's a yeah. lot healthier than me now, so ha! We'll get some Kevin looks like tweets that we occasionally That sounds bad, that like, you look like Zach Galifianakis before his turnaround. <laughs> That's shit. That's what that is. <laughs> well, thanks very much for the tweets. Yeah. At Cinema Swirl, as always, that's where you can follow us. Time to get into a very, very important topic. One which we alluded to several eons ago. Yeah. Episodes past. We yes. have a di- great difficulty remembering what happens in what episode. Yeah. Bear with us. But I do know before that the notion of a taste test. If someone wants to set up a wikia and put some transcripts of episodes Please, definitely, you know. And yeah. add in, you know, maybe the fan fiction that's there as well, yeah. you know. So we have the actual canon and cinema swirl yeah. and the fanfic cinema swirl little segment for popular theories <laughs> that being said so that's, a, that's a Lostpedia reference <laughs> for fuck's sake Sam Lostpedia references yes yeah. We've hit a new low. I was a contributing editor. Go on. Did I just say hitting a new low? <laughs> it's only time for a Pepsi swirl. <laughs> Taste test. Okay. I'm gonna. You can just take our word for it that it's blind because it's an audio podcast. So you yeah. can assume that we we just exist as voices. Yes. That's that makes sense. Okay. okay. We have four different cups of fizzy drink. Yeah. Amongst them, Sam's beloved Pepsi Max. Yeah. Amongst them, Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Amongst them also. Coke Zero, which people have told me is just Diet Coke, that there is no difference. Ah, there's a difference. And those people are, some of them are science, sciences. Science. Some of them, some of them are sciences. So, you know, if the science is saying... Biology has told you. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, okay. biology is one of the main science that we have. Yeah. You know? And also in there, one which was we tried to before, which is Diet Pepsi. Yeah. But this, a little bit of an asterisk beside it, I think might give it away. It's Diet Pepsi Caffeine Free. Yeah. So I won't be able to taste the caffeine. DPCF, you know? <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. They are in four mystery jugs, which I very craftily moved around like a New York-style game of shells. And I didn't see them being the liquids being put in the mugs. That was in the kitchen, separate from where I am now. This was periscopes, but you won't have uh, heard that. Also, as well, for those of you thinking, oh, Sam Chapman, very cagey, cat-like character. Surely his hyper senses will help. No, I spun his chair around three times. And also made him look up and down, then side to side. Yeah. So to say that the man is bamboozled is a gross understatement. (laughs) Sam, do you want to take the first mystery mug to your immediate left? I'm willing to put my Pepsi where my mouth is. Let's do this. It's in a lost mug. Okay. I found it. It's here. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Solid gag. Hashtag solid, solid gag. gag. Right, okay. This is mug one. Lost mug. mug. One. Am I just to try it? Taste it and then tell me if you can... Do you want to taste them all and then tell me? Or do you want to taste them individually and then have a go? Hmm. I'll, t- I'll try them all. Okay. I'll have a little sip of each. Have a little sip of each. So, 
That's a mug one there, which is the lost but now found mug. Okay. okay, I have my theory about that one. Now, I know Sam can tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke, but whether or not he can tell the difference between the different shades. This is definitely 50 shades okay. of, of Pepsi here, folks. I'm on to mug two now. On to mug two. Mm. Mug two, which is a Better Call Saul mug, folks, for those of you wondering at home. This is so much more difficult. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a Better Call Saul mug in there. Okay. Shit, that might be it. Oh, okay, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. I have to take. The I feel like we should have a barbecue potato chip for you to cleanse the palate. Mug three now, which is the now famous Robinson's logo. Make warm, make fun. Which is kind of a. I, I mean, you could just put down the front of a brothel, really, couldn't you? I mean. Okay. Here we go. Another sip. Okay. Okay. Right, that one I think is the Diet Pepsi caffeine. Okay. Yeah. And this is the last mug. Last mug, which is a Ren Conservation Society. Sam Chaplin, not just a fan of Lost and Better Call Saul and Warm Pop, he also likes small woodland birds. Okay. Right. So, so okay, if we reach a decision, <clears throat> do you want another sip? An auxiliary sip? I can. I think I've got these two. Okay, so the Robinsons one, what do you think it is? I'm not 100% sure. I think that's Diet Pepsi Caffeine. Pepsi. Yes, it is! Yeah. Very good. I think Ren Living is Diet Coke. Fuck it, yes it yeah. is! <laughs> no, it's just between these two. These two. whether I can find the Pepsi. I'm sure you do want to have a, 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 a taste. I'll have some more sips. Okay, re-sipping mug number one. <laughs> the last so mug. Tense. This is so tense. You better believe I'm putting uh, really tense game show music over this, like... Okay, a couple of sips there. Okay, right. I forgot I had it all along. Pepsi Max, Coke Zero. 100% Yeah! <laughs> Fucking hell. You know what? Uh-huh. I was fully expected to come out of this going, see folks, Sam's love of Pepsi Max and other black fizzy liquids <laughs> is just something we play up for comedic effect on a podcast. Nope. You you seek help. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so ashamed of you right now. It's ridiculous. That was so much fun. I'm so happy. Well, there you go. That's it for Pepsi oh, Swirl. I didn't embarrass myself. I, I mean, in a way, get... I did. <laughs> <laughs> Right, getting into the movie du jour. Oh, yeah. Mean Girls. Yep. I think it's quite funny because, obviously, this movie is called Mean Girls, and a lot of people in the comments were probably thinking that Mean Girls were the reason that we had this vote in the first place. Way. Mean Girls is one which, a movie which absolutely fucking came in like a freight train when I was a a teenager. And one of the first things I saw as that age Mm. that... Both side, both girls and guys of my age fucking fell immediately in love with. Okay. Quoted it all along, and then it's just one of these ones then that once people reach university, it just took on this cult status. Everyone, mm. Mean Girls was watched many a times coming back from various nights out and stuff. Okay. So mainly because it has such a, I mean, if you tell me freshers at university, I just think Mean Girls, okay. you know, because it's just everyone watches it. And how did you avoid that? Because I know obviously you well, did go to university. Yes, um, I did. Now I'm I'm a touch younger than you. So when did this when did this come out? Yeah. It came out in 2004. So just okay. when I was sweet 16. Yeah, I was 13. Sweet 13. And I honestly think that makes a. I a think world that made a huge difference. difference. Yeah, yeah. I think it will have come out, and girls and people in my friendship group might have liked it. Mm. And I probably thought a girl film. No, thank you. It's I'm going ruddy. to see boy films because <laughs> I'm a boy. It's got girls in the title. I'm not going to see that. It's got really pink font. Yeah. And a pink background. No, thank you. 
Because yeah. you were obviously so young at that point as well yeah. that you wouldn't have looked and kind of go, there's four very beautiful women on the front, which I'm not ashamed to admit that as a 16-year-old, yeah. it's kind of like, oh, I don't want to go see Mean Girls. No, it was just well, before that would be like a proper motivating factor. And I saw movies. all four of them there. I was like, oh, now which one of those are the mean ones now? <laughs> Is it the ones in the corner? Because they look rather mean. Yeah. I, I will go see it with you. I will. <laughs> I'd love to go see that. You know, it, great. Love yeah. it. Lindsay Lohan. Obviously uh, the title mm. character of this. I remember having this kind of weird little crush on Lindsay Lohan back in the time because I was like, she was just really successful. And I was just, I loved the idea. Is that of, what you were drawn to? I was drawn to success. Her and Amanda Bynes. Oh, were, yeah. Again, who had the Amanda show on Nickelodeon. Yeah. People who were kind of like, were just funny kids who then managed to become wildly rich teenagers. Was, and I was, was Lindsay Lohan a, a, I know they said Nintendo star, Nickelodeon star? She was a Mouseketeer, I believe. Because she okay. was in a lot of the early, she was in like stuff from like a very, very young age yeah. in Disney movies. But she was like a like child that. star yeah. and then just graduated into normal film. And then she became, she was like a very young child star, then a tween star, then like a okay. teen star. She's had all of them. So she kind of had all those, except the kind of current moment she's in she's still in that kind of weird kind yeah. of downward spiral but have you I mean what's your awareness of Lindsay Lohan because she's one of those people who's an actress who everyone's heard of yeah. and you've probably have you ever seen a movie with her in it no mm, no no do, I don't do you think follow so. her on Twitter no she's a, she's a great follow on Twitter I will okay. say she, she's fantastic I know of Herbie Fully Loaded I know of that and <laughs> okay. she's in that Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Where someone swaps with possibly their mum, yeah. I think. How freaky. <laughs> and on a Friday of all days. Turns out the boardroom is a lot like the schoolroom. <laughs> Guess we all we're not so different yeah, after We're not all. so different, you and I, daughter and mother. Clearly you're not different. You're 50% genetically identical, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but no, I've not seen many Lindsay Lohan. So I kind you know, of know Lindsay Lohan you know as a media personality, as a celebrity, and often as a butt of jokes, yes. I think, because she had some kind of drug trouble she did yeah no she's had she's followed the whole kind of like the paris hilton kind of said which yeah. is kind of like here's someone who's got celebrity has had like you know d you know, it's all stupid shit like she's been to like prison and rehab and she's been to things like community service but it's all for like she had a dui but then didn't show up to court and right. then didn't do community it's like okay so she's been in the media spotlight seemingly like she's fucking i don't know like a drug overlord and all this stuff of her being going to prison stuff but it's just she's not done that much wrong she's no just it's kind just of like not showed up to things they did like a thing with her and Oprah and they went to her house. Right. And she just had like, loads of shit everywhere. And it was just like really, like, she needs like my mum to Is go. Is it just that and, she's like, a bit messy? <laughs> I, she, like, she needs my mum to go there and give yeah. her a laminate of like all like the important stuff she needs to remember to do. Yeah, all Lindsay to, to Lohan needs is a rotor. <laughs> she needs a rotor and she needs to make sure that the immersion is on and there's hot water and there's milk in the fridge because you can't run a house without either. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what Lindsay Lohan may be missing. Okay. I th well, it's probably that kind of, you know, star lifestyle when you're so young. And then as you grow up, you kind of get a bit confused and weird. Yeah. It happens to a lot of child stars, doesn't it? It does. I think there's a theory. I don't know what you think about it. That, yeah. like, America specifically mm. loves to build up child stars to this, like, yeah. giant thing. And then, like see them well, pop and they like to see the down, downward spiral. Definitely, because I think at the moment um, what's happening to like Justin Bieber yeah. seems comparable Similar. to what I remember about Lindsay Lohan. Except they're not taking pictures up his skirt. No. You know, but it's a similar kind of yeah, thing yeah. in that, hey, they ain't cute no more. Yeah. They're pissing in buckets and tweeting weird shit now. Yeah. So she probably hasn't done that much wrong, but they kind of 
especially back however long ago it was, it was just kind of, oh, Lindsay Lohan, yeah, what's the deal with her? She's, you know, yeah. and properly the media piling on her and being mean to her. So that's what, but that's all I really know. Yeah, her. exactly, because she's yeah. one of the people you only really know because it's like, troubled actress Lindsay yeah. Lohan was in trouble this weekend when she got in trouble, you know, mm. and that's kind of all you hear about her. Yeah. So are you excited to see her actually in a movie? Yes. Do you think she'll be good? I think so. I think she, she like she's achieved star status at such a young age, presumably because she's good. Yeah. In terms of these movies being hyped up for you, the one thing I'm always very, very concerned about is that if someone hypes up a movie by telling you that it is funny, mm. and this is obviously one where a lot of people will probably have told you, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Is that, is that a concern to you? Do you think you're going to enjoy it? Like, is um, humor pitched to you? Do you think? No, yeah, a lot of people have said like this was like a film they really loved and it was hilarious and stuff. And I've had quotes quoted at me out of context, such as "You go, Glenn Coco." <laughs> do you know who Glenn Coco is? No. Do you know no, why no. he should go? I do not know Glenn Coco. Uh oh. Why? Uh oh. <laughs> Don't know Glenn Coco. So that's I'm looking forward to that. Because I assume that's a pivotal moment in the film. Okay. Where Glenn Coco... When Glenn Coco and Lindsay <laughs> Lohan... goes. <laughs> it yeah. might be a, a silly question to ask, but what do you reckon yeah. happens in Mean Girls? Okay, well, that, that's a good point. Just, you mean you've had a gander at the... I've seen the poster. The poster. Yeah. So, I mean, I assume you know that it's obviously... Do you think Lindsay Lohan is the mean girl? No. I think Lindsay Lohan is probably a new girl. Oh, I see. At a different school. Ah, yeah. Which I, I think we've all been there. Yes, we have. Uh, I think that's probably been done before in a few different things. Like oh, yeah. new kid at school having a tough time, and there were some girls who are presumably mean to her. <laughs> and, and she turns to the camera, and is like, "No one told me these girls would be mean." <laughs> yeah. You know, those are some mean girls. Did it? Did it? Did credits roll? Well, why I always thought if you look at it, because if you look at the, the the poster again, yeah, which is Lindsay Lohan kind of looking over her shoulder, she's in the foreground, and there's all these like. It's obviously the mean girls are mean to her because she's so giant. Yeah, these tiny little mean girls yeah, in the yeah. corner, are all kind of like they're all mean, but they're, they're just, just making fun of her because she's eighty she foot tall. Like. Yeah, I mean Lindsay Lohan can't help it. She couldn't show up to her court date. She's too big. Yeah, she can't she fit, fit the door. in the courthouse. Yeah. but no, they're literally on the poster talking about her behind her back. <laughs> so I assume that's part of it. <laughs> literally, like, literally like... the way they photoshopped it is that she, they are behind her back saying stuff. So I think other than that, though, I don't know anything about plot. I know it's high school based yeah. and I'm never quite sure when high school is here's the thing I, I don't know is it GCSEs basically is it okay yeah so what's A level when's that is that still high. high school it's senior high isn't it then I don't know if it's two schools I think what it's the if, same school I know you can be a fresh man <laughs> why thank you Kevin <laughs> I'd been hoping you'd say um, so no I don't know yeah it's like and so for more so I think she she's probably like <laughs> s- s- 17, 18 years old, maybe okay. younger. But here's and the, the thing, though. girls who are mean at school. Do you think she's playing the age? Because you always know, think it's like, Lindsay Lohan, she's like fucking yeah. 25, playing the, you know, 17-year-old or something like that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. They always pay, make her pay old, younger than she is. In between us two situations. <laughs> Very much so, like. I don't know. I'm not sure how old she was when this came out. Last question about this, then. Okay. It's, it's just like... Have you watched many kind of like romance or kind of teen girl pitched movies or I mean because I mean you you're all obviously for doing the the vote on it. Yeah. I was wondering if you've yeah. seen any other experience because I mean you've not seen Clueless and you've not seen this you've not seen like you know Easy A or whatever so I mean, no. don't know if there's any other ones that you have seen probably somewhere down the line yeah. um I can't 
imagine I will have paid complete attention. Have you watched My a, Sweet Sixteen a... ever? No. Oh, what? Okay, because that might kind of help a little bit with this if you had. So. Okay. I'm, I'm interested to see what you think about this. Are you excited? Yes. I'm Do still you... trying to figure out what happens, other than some girls are mean. I mean, mate, the... it's, it's only 90 minutes. I mean, we can all stand 90 minutes. If a, girl... <laughs> if a girl's mean to you for longer than 90 minutes, take it as a hint, guys, okay? Yeah. But, I mean, we can we can stand 90 minutes of, of, of mild meanness, I'm sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think so. I'm excited. I don't know who else is in it, or who is directed by. Not directed by, but written by someone you're probably familiar with, uh, Tina okay. Fey. Oh, yeah, okay. Do you know Tina Fey? Yes, I do. Th- are you a 30 Rock 30 Rock. Fan? I watched some 30 Rock. I've watched Unbreakable. Unbreakable. They're Unbreakable. Like, it's a miracle. Yeah. yeah. Pinot Noir. Pinot. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So Tina Fey, she's in it as well. So she's written as a screenplay. It was obviously 2004, so before she had broken out herself. Okay. But, yeah. So this could be quite gag-heavy. Well, I mean, do you like Tina Fey as a writer? Yeah. She's quite she's quite yeah, good, yeah. I find. Yeah. So is that maybe giving you an extra boost with this? I'm then? feeling more confident that I will enjoy this film now. Excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, without further ado, let's go do a cinema swirl. That film was so fetch, Kevin. Was it? Yeah. Well, it's true what they say. Though. Life is like a hurricane here in Meanburg. Um, <coughs> so in, in initial reaction is a positive one. I heard a lot of laughs. Yes, plenty of laughs. Big, some big hearty like, <laughs> like. And there was a few funny. Uh, uh, the, yeah. the deeper, the baritone yeah, yeah. laughs. Yes. The laughs of pure joy. I have like a wide spectrum of laughter in terms of pitch. Yeah, so it was a funny movie then. Funny movie, yes, very you, funny. Sharp, Would quick. you attribute a lot of that to, to Tina Fey then, would you say? Well, I imagine so. Yeah. She uh, wrote it. But I would also attribute a lot of it, Kevin, to some of the direction in terms of the visual gags. And Ooh. we'll come to visual gags soon. Very Solid soon. visual gags. So we open up on Mean Girls with the well-established trope, the first day of school, so you should be nervous. Mm. Unlike my first day at school, though, the janitor from Scrubs is there. (laughs) And also, unlike anyone's first day at school, grown-ass woman, Lindsay Lohan, is going to school. I wrote that jerk from Scrubs. That Um, jerk? Yeah. So Katie is our main character, played by Lindsay Lohan, incorrectly referred to as Catty by most characters throughout the movie. Yeah. Who's got the Guardian Reader's lefty, liberal, loony nonsense upbringing. Oh, yeah. bloody lefty loonies bringing their kids up in, in Africa, Africa. Yeah. then Tip. getting tenure at a university <laughs> and coming back from Africa yeah. once you've settled. Yeah. So she is going to go to school for the first time. Real school, proper school, yeah. Not Africa school. No. We learn about elephants. We <laughs> say learn about elements. We learn about elephants instead. The periodic table, table of, of elephants. <laughs> but immediately, the whole idea with this movie is to set the scene and show the parallels. Where you've got a girl who's only grown up, homeschooled, and she's familiar with the wild, so to speak, in the jungle, being in Africa. But not the wild but of not, high school. Not the wild of high school, yeah. which is a wild, wild west in its own right. I assume, I assume that was the pitch that they gave to the studio when they were like (laughs) if you can imagine right bear with me school is like a shit zoo 
That's kind of <laughs> what they're going for here. It's, it's like a dog, yeah? <laughs> and they, solid gag! <laughs> hashtag solid gag right there. i got to give uh, it to you. So she finds from joining school, as many of us do when we join school for the very first time, that school is inundated with rules. Yeah. Little things, like you're not allowed to pee standing up in the urinals and take your trousers down, you know? that Like, kids have to learn these things. But obviously the rules are slightly different joining it as, like, a, she's meant to be 16 in this. I yeah. Think. I don't think Lindsay Nolan actually was 16. No. She looks a good deal older than 16 in this. I don't know. But anyway, there's loads of rules in school, such as the need for hall passes, laboratory passes. I did not have such a system in my school. Did you? No. No. You just had to go to, to the toilet whenever you wanted to. Yeah. Really? Not, not to brag. You just like, get up in the middle but, and just walk out. Yeah. That- Actually, probably maybe not. I don't know. I can't remember. Which school was this, you know? I Main don't know school. <laughs> Big school. Main timeline yeah. school. I just piss whenever I wanted. <laughs> Wherever I wanted, yeah? On whoever I wanted. <laughs> So Tina Fey is introduced as the maths teacher and she is pretty much like a, kind of the, the straight person in this but like she's like the, the character who kind of most people bounce off. Yeah. It's nice to see Tina Fey writes a very funny movie very nice. where she has like none of the real f- like she's she's obviously an awesome character but yeah. most of the gags are kind of usually at her expense. Yeah. Or she she of, writes a few good lines for herself but I think she's you know consciously spreading them out. I tell you who gets the fucking like every gut busting line in this movie most principal. of them come the principal yeah fucking hell the principal was so funny he's very funny and we were trying we were afraid to try to figure out who yeah. it was and he got a stern imd being we could have recognized him from literally anything he's been in he's so been much in stuff so much stuff yeah. for very brief periods mm. of time okay also the kind of intro of this film and the, the way it's shot in, in the first few moments reminded me a lot of kind of wes anderson-y type things like the do cut- go on like the cuts to people talking directly to camera in the center about things. Saying weird shit. Yeah. It was like a really funny, pacey, more silly Wes Anderson stuff. You get a real sense of the skill though. Yeah. By like having all these little snippets of mm. these weird people. Like going past a group of guys. It's the first group of guys you see in the movie. And you hear him say, a guy going, it only counts if you saw a nipple. Yeah, exactly. The, the, film, the film feels a lot like TV. Which I, I kind of think is because Tina Fey's written for a lot of TV. And I this think she did this, before this. this? I do believe so. Well, she I did mean, SNL and stuff. Yeah, SNL obviously would have been the main. And, and there was someone else involved this from uh, from SNL um, as well. Lord, I saw Lorne Michaels' name in the credits at that the start. That name was familiar to your ear. Because he's like big boss SNL man. But I don't know what his involvement in this film was, but I assume he's got some hand in it somewhere. Ah, yeah, so, yeah. either producing or directing or, or some such. I think but... you can tell that there's some kind of writing for TV influence in this, but I think it works really well. Yeah, It, no, makes, it, it makes the film properly funny and pacey. Yeah, because you kind of like, it's a big skill, but you get sent to the school within like the first 10 minutes of the movie yeah you kind of know what the main clicks are you kind of know who the different people are and the different kind of styles of of, of students that there are mm-hmm. katie meets damien and janice yes who are equal parts odd and lovely yeah uh, Janice, of course reminded me strongly of the cartoon version of the lady from beetlejuice which I suspect is a reference that you won't get times Don't get it, two. Uh, Damien is fucking amazing, and I was for the life of me trying to figure out if he'd done anything since. Um, yeah, I thought like, I hope so because his character is he's hilarious. So funny. He is he, so, he's funny. So yeah. funny. 
He's mm. so funny. He's quote too gay to function, but he is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I adore yeah. him. And they kind of strike up this little friendship with Katie because she's yeah. the new girl. And she, kind she's of been having camps. a tough time initially. Kind of doesn't really know anyone or get on with. Can't anyone. get to the toilet. Yeah, and she's made some kind of slightly outcast friends, but they're really nice and lovely. And also, this um, being introduced to Janice started something that um, kind of carries on for me throughout this film, which is noticing like t-shirts and tops and things. Yeah, I really want. Yeah, I just want a shirt that just says rubbish. On it, I do think it was originally meant to be garbage, and they were like, "Ah, she probably wouldn't listen to that." So it's rubbish. I think it's more kind of cool and weird and niche if you're American and it says rubbish, which is not really a thing that <laughs> Americans say. Yeah, they yeah. don't actually do that. No, they don't even call it a dustbin over there. Do they? <laughs> Crazy stuff. Email in what you call it. <laughs> Email in what you call your dustbin. Yeah. What does your nan call it? Is that you know? I want a rubbish shirt. They all cut class. Some would say I've got a few rubbish shirts. Way. <clears throat> they Good all night. cut class together, which is kind of like... The trope which I've never quite understood, though, is the whole idea of the outcasts who are very sociable and friendly together and seem yeah. to have an intricate knowledge of all the other social groups. Yeah. That they themselves... But I like them as a plot device. I do. They, <laughs> yeah. they make it very convenient that they yeah. both hate and know everything about everyone there is to know. Uh, another golden bit which comes quite early. The PE teacher, the coach, mm. who's giving them sex ed. Says, don't have sex because you'll get pregnant and die. Here's some rubbers. <laughs> Here's some rubber. Yeah, lo- love that. Yeah. Did you get, because I, obviously, Catholic school, we didn't get sex ed. Right. Um, all that we were told was that you should use a condom, but it's technically against or religion's teaching. So bear that in mind. Okay. Very mixed messages. Very mixed messages. Yeah. I did like you know I wasn't given free condoms. Okay. But I was told that you know sex would probably lead to, to death in some way, shape, okay. or form. Did you in the good old jolly UK system get a, a thorough sex yeah. education? Yeah, loads. Did you get free condoms? Yeah. That's fucking. Did they tell you you die? No. That's well, no, if we had, like, like unprotected me- sex and got diseases and stuff and told us about what they were, put a condom on a, on a little, like, plastic penis-like thing. But so wasn't not a banana. Penis. It looked like a big Tic Tac that had been stretched out. <laughs> it was really cool. No, I'll be on, because you love Tic Tacs. So but that ha- must have been kind of like a bit yeah. of a, an odd moment for you there. Kind yeah. of like, That's a bloody big Tic Tac over there. I mean, that looks <laughs> delicious, you know. But I'm not so- getting that down, me. Wait, <laughs> what lesson is this? <laughs> Mate, my breath is going to be ludicrously fresh after this, quite frankly. I'm not falling for that one again. <laughs> You're just uh, like the polo people, you know. Um, but the, So you had sex ed that yeah. was both informative, you got free condoms, and mm-hmm. there was no general sense that you'd be killed or anything like that. No. I'd say that sounds lovely. Yeah. It sounds really lovely. It's great. I've got envy yeah. for that now, really. So when I have sex, it's going to be like amazing. <laughs> We're introduced to the antagonists of the movie. There's all sorts of cliques up in this school, and the worst of them all, the head ponchos of coolness and being fetch. Karen, Gretchen, and Regina, who refer to as the plastics. Mm. I couldn't figure out if they refer to themselves as the plastics, ironically, or if it was an evil label that was given to them by... Uh, I think it's the latter. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'd want to call no. themselves that. <laughs> They are pretty much evil, but not as much as evil as Janice, who refers to Regina as being a slut-faced hoe-bag. It's funny, only when I've written them down, right, and it's yeah. coming out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, this movie's got a bit of a potty mouth on it. Because it's only 12s, Is even, it? yeah. Oh. 
I think of slut-faced hoebag. Yeah. They, they dropped some of that, some of that pretty heavily. Like. <laughs> but it sounds so natural coming out of all the out of their mouths, so I yeah. can't really pick fault with it, I guess. No. We get all, all sorts of rumours about Regina, about yes. how cool she is, and how people make stuff up about her. Punched me in the face, and it was awesome. She yeah. may have modelled for car commercials in Japan. <laughs> uh, my favourite one, she met John Stamos, and he said that she was really beautiful. <laughs> A montage set to the Futurama music of all the different cliques, yep. jocks, nerds, grubs, orcs, <laughs> high elves, dark elves, Lannisters, <laughs> Lannisters, nerds, yeah. high nerds. Um, <laughs> what group or what clique? Because I mean, okay. there wasn't really cliques. I mean, we had like the rugby guys in my school. Yeah. And then there was... Who you were with. Obviously not, no. <laughs> I was I was part of debate school. Not a rugger lad? I was not a rugger lad. No. I was a conscientious objector debater lad. Okay. You know, yeah, so yeah. that was my kind of my scene. What, did you have a click, yeah. or if you if you were to insert yourself okay. uh, into a click into these American trope clicks? Which no, one I was in, I was in amongst little little groups. Um, I, I I hung out with like the kind of nerdy video game kids a lot, even though I didn't yeah. know that much about video games. That must have been difficult. Yeah, and also simultaneously, <laughs> like a, the talented Mr. Ripley. Like. <laughs> oh wait, that's a reference you're not going to get. Nope. No, never mind. It's it's like a situation where you have to pretend to be someone. Yeah. That you're not. I've just spoiled the talent of Mr. Ripley for you. Fuck, well, that's out of, that's out of this world. That's out of this world. So I was with them and also the kind of goths. The goths? And the rock kids. Really? You know? Yeah. So it was, it was kind of like hovering Did between the two. Badge? And there was some overlap. It was a Venn diagram of like games and rock music. Yeah. And kind of, yeah. I mean, I obviously wasn't part of it and that didn't exist in my school at the time. I've sewn some, some patches on things. Oh, well, yeah. right. Have you ever put an, uh, a drawing pin through something? Like yeah. That? Oh, it's just of course that's I have. very good. Yeah. Excellent. They didn't exist in my school okay. or I think in any school in Ireland at the time. But looking back now, having watched this and Freaks and Geeks and things, mm. I think I would have made a very good burnout. <laughs> Particularly if you took like... 27 year old Kevin and somehow yeah. made him a child yeah like, like him exactly burnout burnout yeah. I would have been a real I good. think the kind of clicks have become more apparent in American high schools because no one has uniforms mm. That's, it's a lot harder to define your group of people when you're all wearing the same clothes yeah as, as opposed to the UK where you've got groups of grown men and women walking around saying yeah. stop being a click <laughs> <laughs> you're forbidden from being a click yeah so, Katie decides to sit with the evil, witchy, white women. Yeah. We get an amazing line from Gretchen. Gretchen she, is, like, a f- great fan favourite. She tries yeah. to get to refer things as being fetch, which she believes is a saying here in England. Yeah. Now, I've only been here a few years, but I don't think fetch is a thing. Well, it was, like, a few years ago. No. Yeah. Not because of this movie, or actually... Uh, no, before. Like, really? Was, yeah, it was a thing. No. And then it kind of, you know... And then it was in this thing, and then people kind of got... Oh, because so, I thought it's people... not a thing anymore, but it was like when when I was a kid. Oh, I thought it was just completely random. I didn't realize fetch was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like the thing that your dad would say, like, "Oh, that's totally wizard." Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of thing. <laughs> so we, it, it's the thing that he said in like the nineties, and now it's not. Wow, like, that's really... that's not true at all. The I other just made all that. you bastards. <laughs> well, I learned up a, an English thing the other day, yeah. which was the phrase, "Oh, that canes." Yeah, you didn't know about no, canes. No fucking oh, clue. That, oh, that canes. Oh, that canes. Yeah. If you really, it really hurts you. If you get caned with a cane, it'll cane. Yeah. God. Buffalo, 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 but yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> so Janice finds out that Katie has sit with the incorrect group and is yeah. incredibly pissed off at this fact. In fairness, Katie did it kind of by accident yeah. because someone was being a skis to her. I love that word. I love that word. <laughs> 
Stop being a skis, and then she got invited over to the table, and then you see kind of um, the she way she becomes the skeezy in the end. Yeah, of you see the way that um, Regina. Yeah, she's very clever at being mean. Yeah, like she manages to compliment people and then un- unpin them and then kind of unravel the whole thing. She's a then... tactician. Yeah, it's really clever. She's like very a... good at making other people say that they said something when they have to yes. as well. Yes, I Did... admire her in a, in a, yeah. in a strange way. I'm There's sure a lot they... of intelligence. To... <laughs> Well, I, I imagine people like that just go on to be really successful in business. Yeah, <laughs> probably. God damn it. It's a sad thought, isn't it, that all it the is. people who were really mean to you in school probably have better jobs. Damn mean, <laughs> popular, overpaid people. God yeah. damn it. Katie meets the hunk of the piece who she falls in love with and has a big old crush on immediately. Mm-hmm. He is he is quite the dreamboat. Aaron Samuels. I just called him hunk. 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 <laughs> Hunky McGee. Straight up hunk. Yeah. It's hot fella. He, he's a hot piece of hunk. I couldn't take him very seriously as love interest because he wasn't very good at math. No. Also, I like the fact that this is an American movie. So instead of saying maths, they say math. 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 <laughs> I've been studying math. I've, I have so much math. You know, it's so funny. It's a plural. You have to do loads of them. Yeah. You know? Uh, Adore it. So they have to wear like they have to wear certain colors on certain days in the plastics. Like they have to wear yeah. pink on a certain day. Now or... they on Wednesdays we wear pink. Now I'm used to orange Wednesdays, <laughs> um, especially in films. But obviously they've got a different rule in America. Oh, clearly, like you know, do they get two for one if they all yeah. show up like that? I, I think so. There's also Blue Monday, <laughs> which. Solid gag. Solid gag. <laughs> Thank you. So we find out as well, it's, it's very troublesome indeed, because yeah. her crush, the hunk, mm. is also Regina's ex-boyfriend, yeah. which in girl world, apparently, means that they're not allowed... No go zone. No, which Gretchen says is, quote, the rules of feminism. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the main ones, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. You know. So we get an offer that she gets to join the mathletes, and she's in that horrible uh, tweener zone that I'm sure you and I both are in, which is academically incredibly bright, but also incredibly beautiful and popular. Yeah, yeah. So torn. We torn all have that dilemma. Two worlds, you yeah. know, and uh, forced to lead somewhat of a double life, you know. Um, <laughs> this is why I notice a kind of comparison to like Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> she's yeah, there was of, a little bit of that. Definitely. Yeah. So she, she's oh she's very smart but she, yeah. she doesn't want to be seen as, as the smart kid she doesn't understand really why joining the mathletes is like quote social suicide she's yeah told. she doesn't understand why because she's good at math although maybe that Kevin guy is kind of a clue <laughs> maybe I mean I'm just going to say it right now but you let down hashtag team Kevin alright we're a brand and you're meant to be representing us and <laughs> you let the side down major you will be left off the quarterly email because of this yep. I'm just saying we get to find out there's like an evil, extra evil, evil dark side to Regina because there's always movies or like high school musical type scenarios where like, oh, she's a mean girl. She mm. looks at herself in a mirror every now and then, you know? Yeah. She obviously must be pure evil. Regina at one point calls up someone and tells their mother that she's leaving a message on behalf of Planned yeah. Parenthood. But this is the thing where I'm like, that's so clever though. It's like, it's it's smart way of being mean to someone and yeah. like stopping two people from dating. Like they're in the mall and they're kind of just spying on It's a nice thing. mixture yeah. of like evil but also incredibly intelligent. I admire it. I Because <laughs> I mean like for instance, the girls' school across the road from me, the Catholic girls' school. Oh, like, you were in like, yeah. You... Yeah, we were separated oh, okay. by many walls and roads. Yeah. 
but I do recall very specifically in one of the years that a group of those girls, they were giving out free condoms and they picked them all with, with drawing pins to put holes in them. And Jesus. they thought it was hilarious. Now, that's wow. that's not intelligent. That's just evil. Classic Catholicism. Classic, <laughs> like, you know. I'll show you to take the Lord's name in vain. You know? So yeah. it was nice to see evil channels. But yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, there we go. Bleak Irish childhood yeah. strikes again. <laughs> There's a, a scene in the moor where Katie compares it to Africa, and then you see just everyone become animals. Going and shot as a Including thing. Regina yeah. just going around, 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 yeah. around. Which, and it's that kind of like visual joke that is done cleverly that you don't... I haven't seen in many recent films like... You know what it reminds me of? A little bit like, and like Space and stuff I'm, like that. He's got, hey! Yeah. See, I wrote it down. Buddy, yeah. how about that? It's kind of how Edgar Wright does stuff. Say something like kind of off the wall, then like have a visual representing it for just the right man then yeah. put quickly back yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that, that that really is is awesome and I think it's easy just to look at this movie and go oh funny dialogue well written interpenetrating yeah. but it's actually those visual gags make mm. it flow and so they're quick well. and the cuts are quick ah, it's, it's, it's it, awesome it's good they all go to Regina's house yeah and Regina's got an inappropriate <laughs> sister and one, just a fucking brilliant character this is a character I didn't really find that funny when I first watched it like as a teen yeah. but watching it now this is the first time I watched this movie in a good few years mm. But Amy Poehler is sort of dorky, as cool the dorky, mom. cool and inverted commas mom is like who says like I'm not like a normal mom, I'm like a cool mom. It's so cute it's and so silly funny. and funny, yeah. Because I think we can admit right now that the world is generally in kind of a in awe of the concept of like dads and like goofy yeah. dads and that kind of thing. Dorky dad, but I think dorky moms. 2017 maybe I think that's yeah, going to yeah. come around but okay. she's so funny in this you heard it here first you heard Boom. it here first dun, 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 dun. how many start with anyway <laughs> Regina's mom makes them all virgin cosmopolitans which immediately makes her cooler <laughs> than my mom sorry I just like that I, I forgot that that, that happened she makes those cocktails with like, don't worry there's no alcohol unless you want to because you know I'm I prefer a, that you do it in the house oh. as you recur I'm a cool mom I need so many people's parents yeah so like her mm-hmm. crazy to think like it's it really like was something that resonated with me we get introduced to the burn book yeah now. Which is a categorization of like everyone in the school with really horrible, evil things that Regina and the Plastics have written about them. Yeah, that girl made out with a hot dog and that kind of thing. Yeah, now we've all been there. Yeah. I've made out with a hot dog on more than one occasion. Yeah, okay? I just call it eating a hot dog. Oftentimes, chili has been involved. Yeah. Okay, don't go put that in a burn book now. <laughs> you mentioned to me that there was a burn book no, in your school? No, well, I, I definitely remember people talking about the concept of a burn book and burn books and writing things in burn books were people I don't burning know it was... books because no, in my village back home they did that that was once. common practice yeah. they burned the books no I think it was definitely about the what this was and I, I now like remember burn book so thing. I don't know whether it's kind of just oh let's just talk about a thing that was in a movie or whether some girls had literally unironically taken the thing from this movie and started doing it in real life it would be awful is... if that the thing they took from the movie was like hey that's a really fun way to spread hate I honestly think that might later have happened. on where they all make up yeah. and learn how to channel their anger so I'm doing it sort of as a joke but then it actually becomes a, a thing with like me I'm just saying so. if you're in Hollywood and you're making movies yeah. this goes to you Tina Fey who's maybe inspired people to write mean books yeah. and also to the geniuses behind the Shrek series who made <laughs> everyone get donkeys as pets okay <laughs> two things number one real life burn books hurt real life feelings and yeah. two donkeys live for fucking dozens of years yeah what are you gonna do with them 
oh, we'll put them in a donkey sanctuary. It doesn't matter because when people say donkey sanctuary and it needs funding, you'll only laugh because mm. it's a donkey. That's not to be taken seriously. Yeah. So l- harsh lessons to be learned here. That doesn't get you a little green credit thing in Asda when you put it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, donkey sanctuary. It goes none of them at all. Yeah. Exactly. We heard that, you know, I'd heard previously that David was too gay to function. Mm. They're going through the burn book and they get to the bit about Janice and they're basically accusing her of being a lesbian. Yeah. They're not quite as nice about it. They don't say it as nice as I do. No. They just no. say the D word over and over again. Yeah, yeah. It's really hateful. Because mm. Regina says retarded all the time as well. Yeah. She's really like... I, she she has a kind yeah. of... I know like a lot, a lot of girls that were like that. They mm. just had the kind of... Oh, I know that it's wrong. And I know that you don't want me to say it. But yeah. I will say all these words because I yeah. know I will get away with it. Like, in a way, I think it's probably pretty authentic in terms of the kind of language and way people will talk about each other in oh, school. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely yeah. in schools. It's quite like that. Yeah. But she mentions uh, just uh, oh, the bit about Damien about being too gay to function. Like, ah, add it to the book. Yeah. Like, ah, you know, and they put an eye of news and all that kind of but thing. that's her there. line. It's only okay when she says it. We get yeah. to see Tina Fey out of the classroom when they're hanging around in the place where Janice works. Yeah, the kind she's of... She's got all these fun buttons on. Yeah. It's very sad. Oh, no, sweet. Fun, Fun buttons. buttons. What oh, a band they dear. were. And she's working part-time with a bar called PJ Calamities. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can get a picture of buffalo wings there or something like that. There's lots of goofy uh, shit in the walls, it, I bet. It's things like that, little details like PJ Calamities that both made both of us really laugh. Big but time. If you're not paying attention, it doesn't matter that bit. I want to go into yeah. PJ Calamities with you sometime, <laughs> man. Just saying, you know. I'm sure she was DJing it, but... Uh, oh, no. Yeah. So we get this recurring thing as well, which is Regina's on the phone to Katie. Yeah. And then it's like, oh no, but there's a third person on there. Yeah. Three-way, secret three-way phone dance. More clever ways of tripping people up. Yeah. That's awful. I was worried when I started watching this movie kind of going, this probably is not got much relevance to kids these days in the age of social media where mm. all of this would play out oh, yeah. in a completely different way. Yeah. But I still think they managed to capture... Yeah, like, it, it Even at the fo- with the phone calls. The kids are going to ring each other on phones these days. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Like, they're not going to fucking conference call like that and be no. on call waiting. But I imagine that that's still kind Similar of... Similar things can happen. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this film probably hasn't aged as badly as maybe some films from similar or slightly earlier times. Because like films like this often try and be very topical and cool by I- incorporating bits of technology from right then. They can't be like, hey, Janice, put down that Sudoku puzzle because yeah. it's 2004. And Get we're off MSN. And then you... <laughs> It, a few years later it becomes like really dated and this doesn't have as much of that yeah they actually were quite but, reserved yeah so they made themselves quite a bit more timeless by but, just kind of I think there's something very timeless about the phone that has never quite worked with like internet stuff when I see that in yeah. film no one's going to be like a phone what that's from the past but like it, even though if they even if yeah. they don't use the phone normally they will still not view yeah. it as being out of place yeah yeah, yeah no that definitely yeah. makes sense so yeah, they did. They kind of future-proofed themselves a bit yeah. here, and I really there's like that. There's like an Ashton Kutcher joke, but apart from that, it's relatively kind of. I mean, let's not let's not let them tell mug themselves. Or whatever, okay, <laughs> you know that, that's fine. Uh, so Katie gets invited to this costume party, Halloween costume party. So she assumes yeah. it's Halloween, so I should dress up as a scary ghost of some yeah. sort. So she's got her big crush on um, Aaron Hunk. Yeah. Is the October 3rd thing a thing? Or if I... Yeah, that's a thing? It's a thing. Is that one of those things? Because there's things that come up every, like, year on things like Tumblr and Twitter. I think it's October 3rd is yeah. a one. Because that's what she said. Just, who's, I can't remember who says it, but someone says it's October 3rd. Yeah. Katie says it's October 3rd. It's October 3rd. And I think that's a thing that people then post every October 3rd. There was a 3rd. couple of very tumblr moments yeah. in this. A couple like, of gifts. It's like the Back to the Future thing, except... 
it's not been done for every single day of the year. Yeah, to troll I don't people. think if you just had Katie turn and say <laughs> it's September 11th that it would maybe fly quite as easily. Yeah, you know, it, we would smell a rash. I might start a Tumblr blog where it's just that <laughs> gift and. The caption is just a different date every year. And everyone's like, oh, oh I've been gotten again by that writer Sam yeah. Shepard. Please do. Please it do exists. Oh, it d- exists. Damn it. Oh, I've been beaten to the punch. Well, thank God we've got an intern. Otherwise, he would have like went to bed tonight with hopes of setting up a mildly yeah. successful blog. Oh. Don't stop believing, Sam. <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. Anyway, she's off to that Halloween party. Cause... But she makes the mistake of dressing up scary instead of in lingerie and animal ears, which yeah. is what everyone else dresses up in. Well, yeah. all the girls dress up in. All the guys seem to have generally lazy costumes. Yeah, yeah. Like football player. Yeah. Right, I'm going to say this now. If you're, if you're a guy in school and you go as a football player or a scientist because you have a lab coat... Right, that is a lazy Halloween outfit. Right. It's really, really lazy. Yeah. I know you're not too keen on Halloween, but <laughs> I've got to have my soapbox for, for, for uh, this moment, you know? Yeah. Regina talks behind Katie's back to the hunk, and she's basically like, even though she says that she's going to talk and put in a good word for her, yeah. but she actually turns around, so they end up kissing. And mm-hmm. then like, and then Katie's all like, oh my God, why why, did, why have you done this? You've broken my heart. But then they turn around and say, oh no, that he actually was coming out to her. Very, yeah. very, very good at this. Mm. I get the feeling she's done this before, has this, uh, <laughs> has this Regina. Maybe, yeah. They do a kiss, and obviously Lindsay Lohan reacts very awfully. She's very upset. Proper cross. She's very cross. She's, She's full on miffed. She says that her stomach felt like it would fall out of her butt. <laughs> We've all been there. Right out of my butt. <laughs> Awful stuff. But uh, hashtag team outsiders all group together and decide that this has kind of gone too far. They're yeah. going to hatch a plot. Use our insider status with the plastics to take them down from the insides. Yeah. Like undermine a, the fuck out of it. Yeah. Un- undermining. Yeah. I, I like when you know, students decide collectively to undermine other students. Yeah. Always works well. All those attempts fail. You know, there's the thing like the cutting a hole in the in the top and then everyone does it because it's a trend. She's a trendsetter. Bloody fads. Yeah. That's how they all start. And her face smells of foot, but it's good. People like feet. <laughs> and that, for me, that kind of... That really was the only moment where the, the age of the writer yeah. maybe was shown. It was kind of like an older person that was writing this and not a kid. Because of me like, creep. fads, I bet if we cut her yeah. top open, they'd still wear it. Oh, I thought you meant she'd just look around and see like a tub of foot cream. And, oh, I'll put that <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> we got a nice quote which from Katie where she says that they have to fight and take her down. But this is girl world where all the fighting has to be secret. Yes. And uh, it's basically like the Cold War then for the mm. next kind of few scenes, which I quite enjoy. Yeah. Regina eventually reveals her incredibly twisted history with Janice. Yeah. Which is basically like, I don't think this had, this is quite relatable for people where they had someone they were friends with very, very young. Mm. And then just for whatever reason. There's some kind of falling out. Bam. And then, because that, that's definitely happened to me. Where yeah, like, yeah. There were guys and you're like super best friends. And, and then, then like. One day after something, like no, mortal enemy. We're friends. 15 now <laughs> yeah. we must hate each other yeah. forever and that's weird because those are people I probably still wouldn't talk to because like well they hate me but it's like well it's yeah. you know more time has passed <laughs> yeah. from since then since before I was born you know yeah. it, but that quite relatable thing yeah yeah definitely and to think that yeah, yeah that like Janice's like whole outlook at life and like a lot of impacted her greatly because mm. she left school and then she came back and she was all different mm. horrible stuff yeah yeah terrible I'm glad I don't live in girl world me too. You know? <laughs> I'm glad that you don't live I, in I'm world. glad I live in Swirl World instead, like. Oh. We get uh, the three-point attack, which is to attack her, quote, amazing body, yeah. her army of serpent people, and also her hot boyfriend. Yeah. 
I'm gonna take them all down. And they decide yeah. to undermine her friends by having by taking advantage of the candy canes. Yeah, the so candy cane system. The candy cane system that exists, which exists <laughs> apparently. Because apparently, in Christmas, you get Valentine's yeah. Day in America because you just love sugar. Give out all the sugar. Any old reason to. It's not Christmas, but a candy cane apparently. But I'm glad they let Damien be in charge of that. Yeah, Damien gets to be sa- love Santa going around handing it out. Yeah. And then we get the line. Yeah. Four for you, Glenn Coco. Wait, is it is it four for you or is it more than four? Yeah. Glenn Coco gets an undisclosed number of candy canes. <laughs> I think it's four. I think it's four. Yeah. You go, Glenn Coco. Yeah. And I always... I thought that was such an important line it's from so, the way it's, people talk about it. I remember when I was like... When I first watched this, I was like... You don't 16. see Glenn Coco's fucking you face. Who is he? Uh, but I remember when I was like 15 or 16 whenever this first came out and I watched it and everyone was like, ah, you go, Glenn Coco. And I remember being fucking pissed off. <laughs> I'm like, he's not not even a primary line of dialogue. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing... He probably improved it on the set. You yeah. know he probably did. Such a... I don't know. I do I do understand why it's become quoted, though. It's I, a fun line. It's And it rhymes. It's just silly, like, the way it sounds is bouncy and fun. You go, Glen Coco. I think, like, in Dumb and Dumber, they say, kick his ass, sea bass. Yeah. That's, I think, was another line which I was like, why do you everyone think that's so funny? It just rhymes. It ain't clever, but it's funny and it sounds good. And everyone thinks it's amazing. Cinema swell. <laughs> and I bet if we type in Glen Coco into Tumblr, we'll probably get yeah, all yeah. sorts of posts. Mm. I bet someone has actually got a picture of the extra who played Glenn Coco. I don't want to see him. I need to see him. No. It's like the briefcase <laughs> in Pulp Fiction. I got to know what's Maybe in Maybe he's in the credits. Probably. Yeah, Glenn Coco. Glenn Coco. Someone screen cap that. Yeah. Acid in the swirl. We got to know about Glenn Find Coco. Find us Glenn Coco. <laughs> Find Glenn Coco. Where did he go? I really just want a cup of cocoa now. I've said it so many times, <laughs> like, you know. Winter talent show, which is basically like every talent show in school ever. They managed to encapsulate <laughs> this perfectly. You've yes. got... The Damien, who's basically playing the role of, oh, that's a slightly awkward kid, but oh, he's got a singing voice that you wouldn't believe. Yeah. But then it kind and he does of, sound good. It, but yeah. oh, it doesn't work out the way he wants to. You've yeah. got the guys who are doing the rap who get overly sexualized. Oh, and really, Kevin. Kevin, please stop, you know. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. <laughs> I was wondering uh, if you had any memories of talent shows in school growing up, any kind of things like any embarrassing moments not necessarily with you but other people in talent shows sure well you're looking at a guy who has done balloon modeling at a uh, school talent show in the past sorry what balloon modeling really yeah i didn't know you could do this i can't anymore i probably still could make like a dog or something so what could you what did you what was the routine (laughs) <laughs> what was my pattern? What was, what was, what was, what was it? Was a solid five minutes of balloon construction, or I think there was like some light gags that I um, <laughs> was I was coached by the drama teacher, Mister Bone, and he suggested I actually have some patter with my balloon modelling set. I'm, sorry, I'm just saying, if Mister Bone wasn't secretly evil and doing something untoward, yeah, Mister Bone. Bone. We also had Mister Demon. Oh, for- <laughs> Was he the headmaster? Did he peer over his spectacles at you? No, but he was the IT teacher and he was a bit of a creep. And everyone was like, well, he's called Mr. Demon. Well, you get get what you get like with it. So you had a... How did it go? Good, yeah. Yeah. I I think I was a lot younger than people are in this thing. It was like quite early on. But I did some balloon modelling. Do you remember any of your patterns? No, I, I can't remember. It's kind of probably why I went into stand-up the way it was received. That people actually wanted these little balloon yeah. models that I'd made. And, um, and then you were like, I could do this without the balloons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like his massive awakening line. Like one of my friends is still annoyed that I didn't. 
give them a, a balloon model. Like really, fifteen, sixteen. Do you ever think you might reprise it as part of the act? Maybe. Yeah. Well, there is insane. There is a Joe Pasquale joke where he talks about doing some balloon modeling and then throws some balloons over his shoulder and does like a little dance, like he's modeling the balloons, For like they're clothes. So maybe I could just do that. I was gonna say maybe that's just proof that balloon modeling jokes have peaked. Yeah, I'll steal some Joe Pasquale material and go meta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone ever fuck up massively at? Um, I don't remember many show. embarrassing fuck-ups. I remember, like, kind of crap bands playing, like, Smells Like Teen Spirit or yeah, something, yeah. and I was probably in about four of them. But, yeah. yeah. Apart from that, there's not any kind of big... We had one one kid who was... You know, there's always kind of, like, a kid that's kind of, like... He's, he's the outsider, but he's also, like... he was This guy's really well off, and he was really cool, and his parents were, like, you know... One of his parents were, like, fucking airplane pilots, something like that, so he was, right. like, world travel, yeah, and yeah. he was all, like, fucking super cool and above everyone else. Yeah. So he was an outsider, didn't have many friends but he was viewed as being better than everyone still okay and he decided to do stained you know that what's that awful song they had with fred durst oh stained and fred durst i'm on the outside i'm looking in i can see through you cedar the real you because inside you're ugly ugly like me Na na na, England. (laughs) (laughs) The problem was that he was only fourteen and his voice hadn't broken, so he had to put on a bit of a cowboy voice for it. Yeah, and he forgot the words. (laughs) He forgot the words, but he insisted on keep going. So he he had to turn and tell the guitarist. It was only him, the guitarist. He said, "No, keep going," and everyone was was going, "Oh Jesus." And then the guitarist just stopped and he said, "No, seriously, keep going." And he started again, and then he went. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and he couldn't remember the last verse, which admittedly is the hardest verse to remember. The only bit I ever did at a talent show was, yeah. I did my last year, I was like, oh, I'll do stand-up. Okay, oh, you were that thing. guy. My yeah, first yeah. ever bit of stand-up I did in the talent show, and I just made fun of all the teachers because we were breaking like two weeks later. Mm. It got big laughs. Yeah, yeah. Making that fun being of the said, teachers, that's a good idea. the material was very much pitched at the at the room. <laughs> you know? You did that as a type five in a club and it didn't work in I'm the just same saying, way. I went down to, to Just the Tonic and I was like, why don't you want a type five on Mr. McGeady? You know? I've got some fucking uh, killer, killer material on Mr. McGauley's <laughs> penchant for French, you know? But no one, no one outside of it thought it was funny. Yeah. Talent shows here, of course, also capped by the fact that all of the plastics... And Lindsay Lohan mm. are doing a sexy Santa dance. Yeah. Which I remember being one of the reasons why me and most of my male compatriots were very happy to see this movie at the time. Because mm. you're all enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But then we, we knew when we saw this, like, oh, this is a movie that we'll remember for some time as hormonal teenagers. Yeah. I, like, I think that I remember talent shows having kind of inappropriately sexy dancing. Oh, boy. So we didn't have anything inappropriate. Oh, okay. I was the inappropriate one. Yeah. I, the, the coordinator said that he was worried he would lose his job afterwards. <laughs> but there was nothing remotely sexy. <laughs> At all. Controversial so, comic. Controversial comic. They tried to silence me like. Lenny <laughs> So uh, was there any of this kind of like, because that's like something quite worrying in a school if they like yeah. have that element to it. Like. No, I remember kind of girls doing dances that were a bit too sexy. Risque. Yeah. And it's so funny as well because like Amy Poehler, the cool mom, was like all She's thumbs up, along. like dancing along. Oh. Like, so fucking the, lame. The like. joke from Scrubs is looking a bit uncomfortable. Like it's like, oh. <laughs> I, you ain't in Africa anymore mate that's all that's all I'm saying like yeah. so there's a lot of tension though between Gretchen and Regina yes 
And basically, it's all coming to a head now. And like Gretchen has a little meltdown in class. She's meant to be talking about Caesar and Brutus. Yeah. But you can kind of tell she's talking about other things when she says Brutus is cute and people totally like Brutus. Yeah. Mate, the man's a brute. No one, no one likes him. He's not cute. Because Katie kind of saved the day with the dance when it went wrong. And Gretchen kind of fucked everything up. Because she and was now, the wrong side. And now she's sort of been replaced. And she she's feels very undermined and threatened yeah. by us. Yeah, yeah. Which means she's going to start spilling secrets about Regina. But she's talking about Brutus. Like, it's Cutus is the one she's thinking of, I think. Though. She might be getting mixed up, you know? And this is when we have stop trying to make fetch happen. It's never going to be a thing, right? <laughs> now, I saw on the Facebook that someone said stop trying to make season two happen. It's never going to be a thing. And I was like, hey! hey! <laughs> Screw you! But now I'm like, okay, clever joke. Season well two is a thing we do in England. Don't you, don't you know? <laughs> Haven't you heard? All podcasts have seasons in England maybe you should get out more (laughs) there is a scene uh, a series of scenes where we know that Regina is cheating on the honk yeah. in the projector room. So they're like, right. Trying to lead him there. Trying to lead him here. My favourite one, of course, being swim team practice will happen in the projector room. Above. <laughs> That's just brilliant. Yeah. Or like Damien like stealing the bag and running away. Like. He looks like he's heading towards the projector room. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they don't manage to catch him regardless of how many times they try. They catch the coach making out with a student. Yeah. It was, and as well, I realised it was the Malaysian student as well. Mm. Like They're real kind of like... Yeah, and it comes, it comes a bit of a joke later on going, oh, the coach is a paedophile. Yeah. You know, it's not really... A regular Mr. Demon. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Regular uh, Mr. Demon indeed. Sorry, Mr. Demon, those accusations are unfounded, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the plan to destroy Regina's figure begins with her being given these special nutrient bars, which yeah. you give to undernourished children in Africa, full of fat and carbs. Mm. They need to get your weight up really quickly. But they the pla- managed to bamboozle Regina into taking them. Though. Yeah, because it's all in Swedish, and also she doesn't really understand the maths of like calories. She doesn't understand the maths of food. Yeah, she's eating five thousand calories a day. That's <laughs> twice the recommend over twice the recommended amount for men. So she yeah. might get a bit of a tummy at the end of this. I like the the little moment of hesitation she has when she mentions to the other girls that she's trying to lose three pounds, and, this kind and of then looks they don't say anything, and she's like. And then they get, they quickly oh, oh why stop you don't you need don't to need lose to that. yeah you don't need to lose that weight I swear <laughs> of course not Katie falls in a bin and I realize at this moment there's a lot of times where people just fall over yeah it's funny. there's a lot of times where I I think that it was getting to the end of the day Tina Fey is like man that's a fucking that's a really good scene. Oh, what do we do here? Fuck it, they fall over. Yeah. You know, and you know what? You're allowed to do that three times in a movie and still maintain your your dignity. I think. Yeah. Your credibility. You've been framed. Takes it too far. Too far. Yeah. Now they think they can mix it up by having jokes and Jeremy Beadle. Yeah. But it doesn't. Yeah, you can't hide behind that forever. Well, that bit in You've Been Framed where it's just babies like smiling and being cute. That's not You've Been Framed. That's just a baby. The baby has just been filmed. You don't deserve two hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. The child has not been framed <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. No. Katie is kind of going down the slippery slope by trying to destroy them. She's becoming quite light, though. Yeah. And she's also become incredibly obsessed with Regina. And as a result, dreadfully boring. She's Mm. just talking about her. And she smells like a baby prostitute. (laughs) That's a golden line. Yeah. Absolutely golden line. So she starts pretending to be really bad at math. Yes, to uh, to impress to impress a the boy. Hunk. Yeah, to impress boy hunk. Yep. If you've been this person in class, or I know if if you've done this, you're a bad person. Where you're in math, <laughs> when you're in math, <laughs> you're in your maths, and someone doesn't know what's going on because they have daydreamed and they've come to you for help. Yeah. And instead of owning, because you're only it's only to a student. 
if a student knows that you don't know it big fucking whoop if a teacher yeah. you have to lie to a teacher and your parents obviously but if you turn to a fellow student and go oh yeah it means this and you're just completely bullshit them, yeah all right you've put a crimp in that person's day <laughs> all right good and proper yeah fucking cut it out own up to it particularly in math yeah just saying you know yeah so she private tutors the hunk yeah she no, gets the other way around tutored, yeah she gets private tutored by the hunk yeah which results in an inevitable kiss and an inevitable reveal she just tells him yeah Regina's cheating on them so they break up mm. which was a bit you know not not according to the plan that was a little bit on the nose yeah you know yeah I know you want to kiss that boy I but Katie just wants that to happen you know, she, yeah she's not being very Regina in her approach to things here is all I'm saying <laughs> she's no. been far too Gretchen you know yeah Karen reveals that she could put her whole fist in her mouth <laughs> oh god Oh, I, I I really quite love Karen because she's just the Katie telling her you're not you're not stupid, Karen. She's like, no, I I am actually. There's loads of things you're good <laughs> no. at. She's like, oh, yeah, I can put my fist in my mouth. Yeah. Now, no, I'll tell you, I I know a girl who can do that. Who can put her fist in her mouth. Okay. And I'll be honest, it's not a fact that she publicly advertises because there is no nice way. To, Sam's trying to put his fist in his mouth, oh, right? As, oh, mate, I'm uh, usually you put your foot in your mouth hey. on this podcast. Hey, solid gag. I'll tell you what, it's not easy. But I will say, if you can, see, it's not easy. So no. if you can do it, that's like fucking hell. You can My mouth put your, proper hurts. You can put your fist in your mouth, yeah. but there's no way which you can reveal that information where someone going, ah. Talent show. Talent show, folks. <laughs> I'll watch 20 minutes of that. That's Hello, I'm Simon Cowell. I'm here today. <laughs> Have I got a Britain's Next Top X Factor for you? Also, another another top that I want is the uh, Socialite. Just, oh, yes. Yeah. She had others always said Royal Punk. I thought you would have liked that. <laughs> Very fitting, given your, uh, wrestler, your English heritage. The nominations are open for a Spring Fling, and mm-hmm. they decide to rig the nominations. So Gretchen gets nominated, and so does Karen, and so does Katie. Mm. So it's all to kind of make Regina feel like, oh, people are conspiring against her. But Katie actually, shoot, got nominated. Yeah, she got yeah, nominated yeah. for realsies. She's becoming a mean girl. She's she, popular. She gets a bit of a, a bit of an ill ego at this point, yeah. you know? Janice is also nominated, but that was like a rigged thing. She's yes. kind of just in there as a, yeah, as a goof. Because Damien is Damien. nice. Yeah. Good on you, Damien. Yeah. Tina Fey gives solid advice to Katie, which she mm. opts to neglect. I think Tina Fey's figured out she's pretending to be shit at math. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You yeah. know. And then she puts her in the bloody burn book. Yeah. She says yeah. that she's a pusher, so she writes out that she's a drug dealer as a result. Yeah. Then we get four way phone madness. I absolutely adore that scene. It's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, it goes on and on, like more people on the phone. Karen can't remember who she's on the phone with. So fucking funny. Cut to Regina, who is now wearing sweatpants on a Monday and mm-hmm. is overweight and friendless, apparently. Yep. Gretchen tells her that she can't sit with them. Yeah. Is that rules? They rules. The rules are there for a reason. Without yeah. the rules, we descend into madness. And without madness, there's nothing. I love know? Regina at one point just saying, the rules aren't real. Regina at this point is kind of like, it doesn't count for me. And why can't you see that, you know? Uh, so now Katie is the queen bee. Yeah. So she decides to do It happens so quick. Very quickly. Yeah. How fleeting is... I mean, if she goes from September, it's basically after Christmas. Yep. So in the space boom, of three boom, months, boom, 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 Queen Bee. Yeah. What do you do if you become a Queen Bee? You throw a Ruddy Big Knoll's house party, you know? <laughs> Get me Mr. Blobby on the phone, you know? And oh my goodness, she's calling everyone... Mr. Blobby, people have been talking about you. Mr. Blobby, I'm really popular now. Get you over here, Biatch. Yep. She calls everyone Biatch. Yes, because that's what cool kids do. In 2004. Yeah. Did you ever call anyone a Biatch? Still do. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's our pet name for each other. Yeah. And like all these things, she's like, I got cheese and crackers for eight people. Boy, it's a straight up kegger now. Yeah. Actually, it's such a kegger, I'd say this has become a hashtag kegger. Yeah. With this, older kids. And this is pre-Facebook where people would, you know, you could you could hide your event listing. Yeah. Or leave it public and then have a like massive destroyed house. But this is basically that a kid in Australia. On phone, word of mouth, and maybe MySpace alone that this was all arranged. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's very, very impressive. Yeah. So Lindsay's kind of stressed and thinking he's not turning up. Uh, yeah, Aaron. she's basically the whole thing is just for the hunk to turn up. Yeah. And he finally does arrive. And he doesn't see her, and he's going wandering around the house. But she's been drinking because she's like, oh, he's not here, and has a quick sip of something. I'll be honest now. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed, if you're nervous, and you have a cider near you... Me? The, the sip will Oh, increase. yeah, no, I, I drink. You're a nervous sipper. I'm a nervous drinker, yeah. Yeah. And if it's alcohol, I will just drink loads of alcohol. It's with any liquid, uh, well, with some exception. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, like a drink, I will have whatever's there, and sometimes it's alcohol. And Nerves, yeah. Big pissed, big I quick. D- that, that, that's annoying, because if, if the thing that you're nervous about yeah. doesn't get resolved, then you're more just nervous and, and drunk. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't handle being nervous. Which means I'm nervous and loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous! <laughs> I'm worried we may run out of cider. <laughs> so she he, gets she gets a bit a bit drunk. She gets a bit, to- a bit yeah. drunk, yeah. And he's up in her room. And yeah. he looks at this picture of her with all the plastics. And he's kind of like, ugh. You know. And takes off and she's... Takes off. And then there's a picture of her as like a toddler on an elephant. Yeah. And there's a bit of a look in his eyes. Yeah. A bit of a look in his eyes. It was a sexy elephant. So she comes know. up and he's like, hey, why did you bring out that elephant I see in her room? Hey, I know, I really want to talk, but would it be cool? Ha ha ha, ha winky face. What about if you get that elephant though? Yeah. You know? That's really cool, but could you talk more about your elephant? You know, I know what he's after. I'm just saying, I know what he's after. <laughs> Might as well address the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we please address the elephant in the room? <laughs> But um, she she's she's too drunk at this point, and he starts like being like, "Oh, you're just like those mean girl." Well, he doesn't say that, but you're, just, you're, you're like a clone of. You're like the, the small girl. ones on the cover. That's what, <laughs> that's what you ruddy are, you know. And then she uh, goes from Lindsay Lohan to Lindsay Throwhand because she throws up on his lap. Yeah. Yeah. Weak gag. Very weak gag. <laughs> weak at best. Weak borderline frail gag. Right. There. Come on. But this was a really well written scene in terms of. They captured that nervous, drunken. Yes, they both obviously like each other, and they want to be. They oh, that is obvious. Yeah. But I don't think either is clear on the steps to get there. No. So she's like, "No, sit down. I'll sit down. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sick. Yeah. And it's awful, and it's heartbreaking, and it's kind of a lot. I was watching that kind of going, oh. Um, when we were like 16 going oh imagine if that happened to us how would yeah. you a year later how did this happen to, us? to yeah. us we watched yeah. Mean Girls we prepared <laughs> to, to prevent this from yeah. happening yeah. yeah and then uh, Janice rolls by <laughs> out of the uh, the sunroof of her car it, she very much reminds me of something from Mad Max just like yeah. on top of a vehicle kind of going Rah! or like <laughs> declaring se- things you know? <laughs> several music videos you yeah people hanging out of the sunroof just from Friday, Friday. <laughs> but is like, I can't stop. I just have to keep driving very slowly because there's a curfew. I will we'll say, Damien's also upset, but he keeps a cool lid on it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he doesn't let it show. No. Yeah, it's quite good. But Janice, yeah, very, very upset. And she's like, you didn't invite us to the party. You didn't come to my art show. Mm. You're obviously just one of them. But she won a prize, and it was for a thing that she she uh, painted, and it, it had Katie in it. Uh, oh. Destined to end up 
and a pile of, you know, of <laughs> similar artwork done by students who have left and therefore it's no longer cute to hang up in the art room. Yeah. That's that, kind of the, the fate of that drawing. That's how you know who your real friends are, because they do little drawings of you. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Have you ever drawn... You have drawn me before. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Let's yeah, keep on the up and up there. That's all right. I think we have drawn each other in the past. I've drawn you as a penis. I don't know if that counts. I've drawn you with my penis. I don't know if that counts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just weighing in some snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you dipped your phallus in a pot of ink and then, uh, you know. Who told you? Who told you? <laughs> Regina figures out that the fat bars make her fat. <laughs> and then we get this lovely sequence of screaming. She's just like nonstop. Ah! Yeah. And Regina, amaz- not to, to prove a stereotype, but the ability to multitask. Mm. She can scream yep. right in the burn book and seemingly construct this Machiavellian plot all, all at once. once. Yeah. Now, if I was screaming, I'd have to sit down and just do that for a bit. Yeah. Then maybe move on to the next bit, have mm. a bit of dinner, sit down. But I'm very impressed. Yeah. I kind of want her screams as a ringtone, though. Yeah, well, I don't. Kinda, yeah. You know, I would definitely or an alarm. alarm. Yeah, that I would, would get you up in the morning. wake up. Yeah, for she, fear of being burned. She writes "fugly slut" in the uh, in the burn book. Now, "fugly" always reminds me of Moses, like saying that he's been called ugly, pugly, pugly, fugly, pug fugly. <laughs> But never ugly, ugly. Yeah. It's something along those lines. And it's, yeah, that fugly reminds me of that. Fugly is a really funny word. It's the first time I'd heard fugly. So she calls it what is a fugly... Fugly slut. A fugly slut. That's yeah. like the two ends of the spectrum there. Meeting yeah. each other, isn't it? Like, you mm. know, it's like, it's like, oh, you gosh darn motherfucker. <laughs> you know, that's kind of those two words are kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Hot and yeah. cold there. But yeah, she puts it in the burn book. You think she's writing it about Katie. Yeah. But uh, it transpires she's actually writing it about herself. Brilliant the, plot twist. Oh, re- amazing swerve by Regina here. <laughs> she posts photocopies of the burn book all around the school and then goes to the principal and hands mm. it in saying, I found this. Yeah. And it's obviously not me because that awful bit written Why in Why would I write that about myself? So there's yeah. only three people who's not in here and it's Katie, Gretchen and Karen. Yeah. And but she easy. breaks from her tears to correct him when he's not like saying things properly. It's like, you know, a fugly slut. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And like everyone is out, it's like, it just becomes like pure madness. Yeah. These awesome long shots of everyone just mm. freaking the fuck out. Yeah. The hot dog girl finds out that she, people know she made out with a hot dog. That She's was like, just one time. <laughs> Mate, it's never one time. It was okay. just banter. <laughs> Just banter between friends and hot dogs. Yeah. Tina Fey also sees the bit written about her. She's mm. so she's upset. Yeah. Hot dog girl's upset, and also everyone else is upset. Yeah. So the principal gets wind of this because a woman comes in and said the girls have gone wild. <laughs> the girls have, for all intents and purposes, gone, gone wild, wild in this case. Um, yeah. And the principal reaches for a fucking baseball. Bat. And he just like smashes in, and he's like, right, we're all going into yeah. the uh, assembly hall. Yeah. And he, he kind of becomes like a black John McClane here because he just takes off his yeah, shirt. He's, he's got, got like baseball hat, yeah. vest. It's a good look. Yeah, yeah. Really and he, like he, he then comes out with what the line that made me laugh the most in this whole film, which was that he was a- angry at all these girls for what was going on. Mm. And said, I, I ought to cancel the spring fling. But and he goes, oh no, don't do that. But I'm not going to do that because we've already paid the DJ. <laughs> We're going to stay here all night if we have to. We can't do that. It's only until 4.30. We're, We're going to stay, stay here until 4.30. <laughs> I love uh, that. And again, I think what's a great strength in this movie, something we've never really picked up on, mm. is that if you're a parent been dragged along to this, 
yeah. you're going to have a good time. Because yeah. I think the parents can resonate with the grown-ups in this movie a lot. Yeah. And they kind of understand a lot of what's going on with the, the Cade characters as well because it's very well explained. I think this is actually one of those few teen movies that transcends to grown-ups as well, definitely. Yeah. I think yeah, like, yeah. grown-ups had just as much fun with this one. Mm. It's very, very smartly well-written. Because you always say that about, oh, it's a kid's movie, but it's good for grown-ups. But rarely do you go, yeah. oh, it's a teen movie, but also... For grown-ups, yeah. I think so. Just we're, we're talking about grown-ups like they're like above us, but we are grown-ups, Kevin. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! I would have good authority. If I find out I'm a grown-up, I'm going to have to pay tax. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. So we have a little bit of a plan which is hatched by Tina Fey. She basically mm-hmm. wants everyone to kind of, she gets them all to close their eyes and hands up if you've been victimised yeah. or had something said behind your back or said something behind someone's back and kind of eases She says some up. really important stuff. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. And it's almost like you think that Tina Fey has wanted to say this to like the girls of America. Yeah for some time and it's really really eloquent and really well put together I love it and they start to go through all their problems yeah. one by one to try and like just get it all organised and they start doing like a trust circle as well where people just like say stuff and then yeah. they fall backwards perfect opportunity for some more gags with the trust circle situation Gretchen coming up saying I'm really sorry that you're all jealous of me <laughs> because I'm so popular yeah. and like only Karen will, will, will catch her funny yeah. Walk it off. Walk it off. The girl who doesn't even go there. Yeah, because <laughs> she's just feelings. emotional. Yeah. She just wants to make a cake out of rainbows. Yeah. And then Janice just cuts a fucking promo. I yeah. love it. Kicking some serious ass there. When she says, I got a big lesbian crush on you. She's kind of a, like a, hey, it's in the morning. And she's yeah. kind of like a DJ quality. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely adoring. But she she um gets everyone into trouble there by just saying, you know, Katie did it, basically. It's her. Yeah. Straight up, like yeah. we know it's Katie. We got we made Katie be like in amongst you, so that she find out stuff about you. But then she became one of you and all that. And and she doesn't say that. She basically implies it. Yeah. yeah. Regina is obviously she found out all this, like, all the things that they did mm. to screw her over, and she's well pissed. Yeah. And before she can do anything, she just gets run over by a bus. Yeah. Credits roll. Did not see that coming. I should have broke your thumbs. <laughs> mean girls in a mean world. And I am a mean Cinema girl. Swell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, again, that would have been a very appropriate moments to end the movie there. Sadly yeah. not. She survives. Fucking funny though. It was. <laughs> it's like, look at that. Yeah. But it was done in such a brutal way that it, was, it, was, it wasn't kind of a ha ha It was a... <gasps> Ah, yeah. you know, it, yeah. they really worked out well there. Yeah. We have, like, Katie now just kind of, like, trying to settle in, yes. get away from all this, living in this post-drama world. She's yeah. just focusing on her studies, joins the mathletes. And, like, her parents are giving out to her, and she's eating dinner, and her mom goes, are you finished? And she says, no. And she takes it away. Right. Has is is that ever happened? Well, I've been threatened with go to bed without dinner, which yeah. never transpires. And to this day, I think it's an elaborate bluff. Right. Well, the parent ever going to go, no, you're done? No. That's a real Gordon Ramsay thing to do. Yeah, like. yeah. I bet he does that. <laughs> You're done! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, awful mean stuff from the parents there. Yeah. Katie decides to fall on her sword and takes the blame for essentially everything. Yeah. And that's quite normal of her. Because Tina Fey's character has been like investigated for drug pushing. Because, because in the burn book, the PE teacher finds out that, yes, yeah. they wrote in there that he was... You know, having so you now know, all of the claims have to so be all the claims have to be investigated, and they're like, "Did yeah. she ever sell you marijuana or ecstasy tablets? What are marijuana, marijuana tablets? tablets? Brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Funny. Katie blows off the fling for the mathletes. Yep, I think it's pretty cool. The final round of the mathletes is girl on girl math action, and yes, of course, we all need dot to clips for sale dot com. <laughs> 
They all get Letterman jackets for winning, and yeah, they were sweet. Cool. There's a funny bit where she's trying to remember like a formula or something, and oh, she yes. she doesn't remember it because that's when she was looking at Aaron, and then she just concentrates really hard and makes his face just disappear. disappear. Which again, like, is it's not a, a joke joke. It's just it's a visual joke. I'm going to go. It's not done enough in films. I'm going to go and see if I can find any hunks around these streets afterwards and stare at them really hard and mm. think about math and see if I can make them disappear. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I'm reading a very literal interpretation. Math doesn't make. I'm just saying I haven't seen this guy in ages. Yeah, you know, he's disappeared. Point. He's lost the ether. You know. When they win, Kevin, the character named Kevin, does a proper like get some. And he rips open his shirt. Yeah. And then that that him saying get some slightly echoes into the next scene, which is just one of my favorite things. It just hangs over slightly. Because if he just went get some, and I was like, boom, next yeah. scene, you'd be like, ha, he's awesome. But there's just a little bit of reverb on it that you still hear when you go into. And the you're next just movie. like, oh, he's a fucking he's yes. <laughs> like everyone you would in that position. But they've got all their nice Letterman jackets. Katie becomes queen of both math and spring, and she's voted queen of spring fling mainly because yeah. most people think she killed Regina, <laughs> <laughs> and she gives a little speech. Yeah. To to emphasize the differences between men and women, when the king is crowned, he goes, Yeah, woo, get some, yeah. and he does a little pose. The Spring Fling King. The Spring Fling King, ladies and gentlemen. You're a Spring Fling King. <laughs> ooh, yeah, ooh, get some. No, I'm not. <laughs> and then he, then yeah. instead, Katie, she cuts quite an ex- extensive monologue yeah. about all the things people have done and how everyone deserves to be a, a, a queen and all royalty. And, and we she, were all kind of noticing, like, she's going on a bit. Kind of going on a little bit. And then yeah. the principal's kind of like, you know, people who just kind of... Take the crown and go. Like, oh, like. <laughs> but she breaks up the crown yep. and gives out little crownlets. To all of the people. All the people. So, so many people. <laughs> so it's better, instead of one person being queen or all of them being queen... Around seven or eight of them get to Most of us are queens. <laughs> Some of us are queens. Yeah. That's all that's important. Yes. So, a little epilogue. Regina's yeah. become a jock as a result mm-hmm. of this. So, she's, you know, channeled all her ag- aggression into sports. Yeah, and it's worked. It's worked. She's yeah. kicking ass at lacrosse. Karen has become a weather. Yeah. And Gretchen seems to have become some sort of consort for the Asian clique. We the didn't, cool Asian clique. We didn't mention Karen's special weather boobs. She um, says her boobs can tell if it's raining. Yeah, and that's the If end, it is raining. That's the end of her story. <laughs> like Brilliant. That, that's the callback at the end. Oh, that's okay. Everything's worked out for her because of her, like, her talent. Her, her hidden powers. Yeah. And, of course, Katie is with Hank. Kevin has ended up with... Hank. Hank. <laughs> Hunk. Sorry. Snip, snip. Get in, Hank. Katie has ended up with the hunk. Yep. Happily ever after. And Janice has ended up with Kevin as well. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And they're kind of like, oh, God, last year was kind of crazy. And honestly, I think was, uh, most schools go through that, I think, mm. where you have a, a year where there seems to be a fuckload of drama and then people mellow out for one reason or another, yeah. usually when exams come up. Yeah. But I think that was the nice moral of the story for people watch this who are maybe were younger teenagers which is kind of like yeah. as bad as it is mm. there's always the end of the year and then next year regardless of what's happening yeah. next year is always a fresh start but they've all kind of settled into their own thing and they're all kind of calm and then you see the new the new plastics the junior plastics and then they get hit by a bus but not really it's just and I must say it was a, a great way to end the movie which was <laughs> Lindsay Lohan turning to the camera going Psych. just kidding yeah. And that, my friends, is Mean Girls. Yeah. 
having watched that movie yeah. and your reaction to it, have a bit of a chat about it. Yeah. Is there credence to people who are losing their shit, maybe? Kind of go, how can we do these movies? You know, that was really, like, funny and pacey and clever and hilarious. They had too many women in it, so <laughs> two, maybe one, Star White. An evil heel version <laughs> of the outro music. Yeah. Well, what were your thoughts on this one? It was really fucking funny. Yeah. It's just a funny film. Really good, clever. Would you find anything you would have like enjoyed it like if you'd seen it yeah. at the target age, right? Yeah, and I probably would have started quoting Hugo Glenn Coco and things and I would have yeah. And this why I'm I'm really happy that Mean Girls was voted for this reason alone. Is that if you are someone who looks at something like Mean Girls yeah, and just cause it, you know, it's obviously pitched and marketed for women. Yes, but just cause it is doesn't mean it's going to be a boring or b like soppy or c like just it's still a fucking hilarious movie. It is. Yeah, it's really funny, really well written. It's really punchy. It's really snappy. Kevin, we found it funny, and we're blokes, yeah. So if you're a bloke at bloke home, then maybe you should watch this film and you put down your pint like of football for five <laughs> minutes, okay? Yeah. The gang will be alright with you but I'd say yeah again I'm watching this I hadn't seen this since I was way younger and I was a little mm. worried I was thinking oh is this one of these ones that I think is awesome and it's just kind of a case that we all loved it yep. and, you know, as a group of teenagers and therefore you've got positive memories with it but man, proper that, funny proper proper funny yeah. and honestly if you are one of those people who's kind of all arms folded refusing to watch this movie because you think it's like not for you because you're a bloody bloke mm. honestly watch it you will be surprised yeah. you will enjoy it yeah literally that's all we need to say really that's really it like, watch Mean Girls then see how you feel so you enjoyed it yes lived up to the hype yes would exceeded you, it definitely would yeah. you be uh, inclined to watch more of Lindsay Lohan then what did you think of her in this Um, I, I thought she was good yeah she's kind of like the straight like the straight man in this for, yeah. for a lot of it considering but mm. I think the, the girls who played the plastics particularly the girl who plays Regina and, and the girl who plays Gretchen are just so fucking funny mm. there's a lot of like very standout like performances in this film from men and women yes <laughs> what a surprise what? <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> yeah so there um, you go uh, if you were to give this bad boy a star white boiling what would it be I'm gonna say four star whites you heard it here first Thank you for listening to this episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, it was edited by Sam, and the music was also by Sam. That's me! If you'd like to vote for our next episode, you can do so over at facebook.com slash cinemaswirl. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, that's at cinemaswirl. And if you have stuff for the mailbag, we'll send it on over to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or whichever podcast thing you use. And if you do and you like the show, leave a review! Oh, also, we've got a ringtone that's on iTunes. It's the theme tune. You can buy that. Anyway, until next time, cheers. Bye.